0: Get more out of life. Go out to a movie. An eight year old troublemaker must protect his house from a pair of burglars when he is accidentally left home alone by his family during Christmas vacation. This is home alone. welcome back everybody to the boomstick video podcast uh we are so glad that you guys are joining us today it's been a long time and covid has officially taken over indiana um it's been very hard to get everybody together to record an episode um but we're finally doing it and i'm here with my lovely wife and manager mariah Kostriva. say hi
1: hi hi everyone
0: yeah we're so glad that you guys have joined us today um uncle nick and the whole crew obviously wish that they could be here to record this episode with us um like i said uh COVID is just really bad in indiana right now especially in howard county i think we're the worst
1: uh yeah howard county is like one of the worst in the whole country yeah sure
0: it's it's bad we're we're uh We're not doing too good. Uh, (laughs) I suppose a Zoom call uh, could have been an option for us, but I'm really not an an expert on how to record a a Zoom call and transport it to audio and upload it as a podcast. I don't really know how to do all that. I'm going to have to talk to um, producer Dave about um, maybe doing that in the future. I just don't know how to go about doing that. But um, you might hear uh, some... Some of the Boomstick crew as this episode goes along cuz they sent us in some uh some cool audio clips as well. So you might get to hear from them. All right, uh what are we talking about today?
1: The best Christmas movie
0: ever. Well, my opinion. But I mean, you you think you really think that or are you just like putting that on?
1: It's defi- No, it's definitely one of the best ones for sure. <laughs>
0: It's. I think. I think it's my favorite. Uh, we're talking about Home Alone today. Um, uh, how many times have we watched this this year? Just this year?
1: Um, like twenty. Not well. No. No. That's that's literally like twenty different times. But
0: <laughs> I've um, probably seen it twenty times. You yeah. you probably have just like walked in the room and said, "Oh, you're watching Home Alone again." <laughs> <laughs>
1: it and watch it with you i could watch it again i really could i wouldn't be mad if we watched that again
0: yeah i've seen it a bunch of times already i love this movie uh do you remember the first time you saw this um no i'm
1: not really good at like remembering that's okay back that far um
0: (laughs) it was probably the one of the first movies i ever saw in the theater in the movie theater the first one being um honey i shrunk the kids which came out in uh 89, and this came out in 1990, so that that seems about right. That uh, I think this was like one of the first ones that I saw in the theater. Um, so yeah, uh, let's get started. Kevin McAllister played my played by Macaulay Culkin lives in Chicago, uh, in the wind, windy city, and uh, um, in a big beautiful house. You're a big fan of their house, aren't you? Yes.
1: It's so pretty.
0: It is really pretty.
1: Just like, do you remember the house from um, Father of the Bride? Uh huh. Just a big, big, pretty family house.
0: Yeah. Mm hmm. It's it's kind of similar. Well, different styles, but but
1: just big and pretty and
0: lots of rooms. Yeah. It's uh yeah mm hmm um yeah and the Father of the Bride. They don't have that many kids, and they have. They don't,
1: and they still have a really big house.
0: They have a big old house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time we watch a movie together, you guys, um, uh, Mo's always like, "Ooh, look at their house. Ooh, <laughs> look at that house. Can we get in that? Can we get that house? You can buy that house. That's only like eight hundred thousand or something like that."
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, we're we're just <laughs> we're looking into getting a new house. So yeah. I got to get some inspiration. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think I can, I think you might want to set your expectations a little lower, but, um, but those are, I mean, it's fun to, like, even when we drive to, uh, Indianapolis and we're on Meridian and looking at all those houses, that's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of Tim Burton-esque ha- houses on that street. Anyway, I'm we're kind of getting off track. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Kevin has a big old family, lots of brothers and sisters, and, um, lots of cousins and the house um the house is just it, it, they're going nuts because they're packing for a vacation and um um all of these kids, all of Kevin's brothers and sisters, and all of his cousins, they just seem like really awful kids, <laughs> spoiled kids uh, uh out of all the kids, who do you think is the worst?
1: Is that even a question? It's buzz, obviously.
0: I mean, yeah, that's the obvious choice. Uh, Buzz is definitely who I think of first. But I kind of... I really... Like, something really gets under my skin about Lenny. She's the blonde girl that's like... Kevin, what are you so worried about? You know mom's going to pack your stuff anyway. And she's like... I don't know. She gets under my skin. I do not like that girl. Yeah. She she just, I don't know, something about her that annoys me. But, um yeah, Buzz is definitely the j- <laughs> he's such a jerk. And uh, when I was a kid watching this for the first time, I was fully convinced that old man Marley w- was uh, a psycho murderer. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Was- you really believe Buzz? I was four or five years old okay, at the fine. time, and Buzz made it very convincing. <laughs> he was—you ever heard of South Bend Shovel Slayer? That's him, and I was like, oh, "It must be. It must be true." I was, I was right along there with Kevin. I, I, I just believed everything that he said. But um, you know, any other smart moviegoer probably figured out right away that he really probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um. Um. Oh yeah. During that scene, um, when uh, Buzz says, um, "I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass." My uh, my uh, <laughs> my mom looked over at me and she's like, "Don't repeat that." <laughs> <laughs> of course, she did. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Skipping ahead a little bit. Uh. Uh. Kevin's clearly sick of his family. And okay, the way that he speaks to his mother really bothered bothered my my parents they did not uh, they were not fans of that at all and they were like maybe we shouldn't have taken him to see this type of thing did your your parents ever watch this and think the same thing
1: i don't remember like specifically during this movie but when there were movies that we saw that the kid was disrespectful to the parents. My parents were always like don't you ever mm-hmm. talk to us that way. So I'm sure it was mentioned.
0: Mhm. I remember the one scene in this movie when uh when um she's dragging him up the stairs and she's like putting him to bed for the night in the attic. Um <laughs> that sounds awful. It does. But uh um and she's she says um, you're the only one acting up get upstairs and kevin says i am upstairs dummy and my like the first time we watched that my mom like audibly gasped when she he did that she was like oh my god <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh that is awful <laughs> like, she was appalled that kevin said that um but yeah so but you know Then the movie got funny and everybody forgot about it. Um, So, yeah, skipping ahead. um, Oh, sorry. um, I forgot to mention um, Harry, one of the wet bandits, um, is in disguise as a cop. And he's going door to door getting information on all of the houses that he plans on robbing over the holiday season. And um, um, as far as security systems and locks on doors, definitely things were not as high tech as they are now back then. So um, this was actually kind of smart of, smart of him to do this in a way. I don't know where he got a police outfit or p- police badge and jacket and all that stuff.
1: I don't know either. It, <laughs> what really like bothered me was how I for, how did they thought he was a pizza guy, right? Like how did he get in the house?
0: Because he well, was
1: standing in the house for the longest. Yeah, time. I wonder
0: that too. Well, Harry, Harry and the pizza guy were just standing there just yeah but bo- together just <laughs> just hanging out
1: both like yeah. <laughs> uh i need an adult yeah
0: uh, what i'm assuming is um harry probably knocked on the door and a little kid let him in and uh was like like hey come on in and and then all of these kids are running around and that's when we kind of like w- the movie starts and all these kids are running around the house, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, hey, can somebody talk to me, please?" And not a yeah. one of
1: them is impressed yeah. by the fact that a cop is in their front doorway.
0: Yeah, nobody's helping him at all.
1: And the adults are oblivious. Well, actually, the what's what's the uncle's name? Uncle Frank. Yeah, Uncle Frank. He's like, uh, yeah, this isn't my house. Sorry. <laughs> and you're not gonna go find the man of the house, right? Some, yeah. Like, why does no one care that there's a cop in the house? Right. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's fake. It but seems still. very sp-
0: suspicious. Yeah. yeah. So Harry finally gets to talk to Mr. McAllister. Uh, Mr. McAllister walks downstairs, and um, Harry explains to him oh, I'm just going door to door to make sure that people are taking proper precautions because there's a lot of break-ins uh, during the holidays. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, Harry, Harry just walks out and he winks at Kevin and Kevin automatically thinks that something's weird because he's got this shiny gold tooth and, I don't know, he he gets a little shiny scared. Shiny
1: gold teeth are scary,
0: babe. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Do you think they are? I don't think shiny. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shiny gold teeth are scary. I guess. Um, so yeah, he uh, Harry walks out and he's like, "Oh yeah, your home's in good hands." Yeah, whatever. Um, okay, so skipping ahead, um, a lot of people criticize this movie because um, Kevin gets left at home alone, and uh, yeah, that's 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 the title. Oh. Um, he gets left and. Um, A lot of people like make fun of this movie because how in the hell do you not notice that your child, that one of your children is not at the airport with you and didn't drive to the airport with you?
1: You know, good point. How long of the drive? How long of a drive is it? to the airport because for us it's an hour
0: if it's a if it's chicago if it's the chicago airport they live in chicago so it would probably only be like 10 minutes maybe okay.
1: because but, like you know but
0: that. even even so like how do you not notice that your kid brother is in the van in the van with you or your kid you, you know it's it, yeah. it, i don't get it. It, it it there's a little bit of a plot hole there
1: yeah um, i never thought about the car ride because you know when you just think about okay you know, crap. We're. I mean, you've been late to work before because of uh-huh. your alarm. You just, yeah. you just, you gotta, you gotta get your crap and you gotta go. Yeah. So that's what they did. And, you know, the mom was told that the girl counted all of the heads. Yeah. And since she counted the head of the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor who was kid. was messing yeah. around with their stuff. hmm She thought... That she had all Every, of the kids.
0: Everybody was accounted for, so she probably wasn't paying attention and that whole thing. And I get that, but even so, man, yeah. like, like, come on, like, they his parents are just kind of oblivious. Right. But anyway, like, that's just a little plot hole that people kind of like make fun of. Um, and also, there there was a cool little tidbit, but that that I never really noticed until recently. I think last year was the first time I noticed it. Um, in uh, the night, the night before, when Kevin um, pushes Buzz over and knocks over the soda and all the milk and all, bleh, it's all gross all over the place. Um, it spills. It, it spills over some of the passports, and Mister McAllister's like, "Watch it, watch it!" And he like picks up some of the passports. Passport, passports, Passports. and he puts them on to the side. But he also throws away a bunch of napkins. But as he throws away some napkins, Kevin's passport gets thrown away. And it's like if it it zooms in on the trash can and you can see Kevin's name written on the ticket. Mm. So that's that's another reason why they they were were completely oblivious that, you know, they thought they had all their tickets and everything and everybody was good. So that that's another thing that kinda that was it was pretty smart to throw in there. Yeah. Um so yeah. Um this movie this movie actually scared me a little bit when I was when I was a little kid. Uh I know. I was I was four or five when I first saw it, so um it made me deathly afraid of strangers. Um right now I wanna talk about the scene when um Kevin's just walking down the sidewalk and marv and harry um this is kind of one of their first encounters with kevin and uh um, harry smiles at adam at again and and kevin sees that gold tooth so he's like that's weird i think i've seen this dude before yeah. in my house so and then he turns around and starts walking and harry and marv just start following him in their van like no shame at all. Just start following this little kid down the sidewalk, and uh, and then he's literally running, running away.
1: Yeah, and they're still following him. Yeah, I mean, like if anyone were to see that nowadays, yeah, I really feel like <laughs> that there would have been like a mob of people that ran to the van or something
0: yeah. in broad daylight. Like yeah. this kid is running. Like literally running down the sidewalk, and like these two guys are chasing him, like following him. Um, it it freaked it kind of freaked me out. Like I was, I had nightmares about the wet bandits. <laughs> the wet bandits have haunted my dreams for years. Is
1: that uh, why you paid your pants?
0: Shut up! <laughs> um, I, I never have done that before. Don't listen to her at all. Um, so um, yeah, Kevin, uh, he um, goes over to the church nativity scene and he disguises himself as one of the shepherds or whatever, which is really cute. And uh, the the church is is gorgeous. I think we should uh, we should we take we should take a trip to Chicago and go see the Home Alone house. That would be fun. And go see that church. Yeah. That that um it, apparently it's pretty close. Really? A lot of people do like a Home Alone, like tour Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they take a road trip and go see some of the the Home Alone like um, like places.
1: Well, we were they're... looking on Instagram the other night, and there there were a bunch of like foreign people that yeah. came all the way from uh-huh. some other country to the U.S. Yeah, and, th- and went to Illinois. I thought to that see was interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. There's a lot of movie fans all over the world that I mean this movie is huge all yeah. over the place. I thought that was cool too. So um I would love to see this church in person. It's really pretty looking. Um it's apparently a really busy street now. Um they they had to block block off traffic for this movie. Um so um that might be a problem, but I don't know. We could park somewhere and go look at it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um it's a it's really pretty church um and uh yeah and, and Marvin Harry they 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 don't want to go inside cuz they're bad guys that the the movie movie made sure that um that they pointed out Marvin Harry can't go into the church cuz they're bad guys okay anyway um let's skip a little bit further ahead and uh talk about one of my all-time favorite scenes this is probably one of my favorite scenes in a movie period um kevin is finally like he's at the point where he is very very lonely he wants his family back he is he takes back all the bad things that he said and he's walking by a neighbor house that they're having a christmas party and john williams score is over top of it um and the for John, just as a side note, John Williams' music in this movie is so good. It is so pretty. It's it's. I think it's one of John Williams' best scores. Um, he's done, he's done everything. He's done Superman. He's done Star Wars. He's done, um, um, Jurassic Park. Um, but honestly, Home Alone gets kind of thrown thrown out of that like thrown out of the mix like it's not really known as one of john williams um better scores but i think it's fantastic i love it what do you think about the music babe chime it's good. chime in here come it's on good. come on
1: it is really good and i know that you love it because you talk about it all the time you love this scene <laughs> you watch just this scene even more than you've watched the whole movie
0: i do i do and uh it's and then um kevin walks up to uh the The church again, the same church at nighttime, and you can hear th- this is John Williams' um a rendition of Oh Holy Night sung by the Children's Choir, and Kevin walks into the church and slowly sits down, and then here comes Old Man Marley, and then uh, Kevin finally, to make a long story short, Kevin realizes that Old Man Marley isn't the scary guy that um, Buzz made him out to be. And,
1: surprise,
0: um, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> right. And It's just a beautiful scene like I I love it so much like it's a it's a it's a scene about like um, uh, Marley, you know, trying to um, opening his heart and, and sharing that he really would like to reconcile with his son. But doesn't know how to go about it. And Kevin's just like, hey, just give him a call. Just do it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you so afraid of, old yeah. man?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, <laughs> really, though, when when you hear about, you know, family members not talking about, not talking to family members, you mm-hmm. know, because of an argument from years and years ago, it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, this happened how long ago? Just pick up the phone and call. It's your family. Mm -hmm. You know, you might not have long to talk to them. Pick up the phone and call.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, now we're going to take a brief intermission, and we're going to throw it over to some of the Boomstick Video Club members, and they are going to tell you guys what their favorite scenes from Home Alone are. And, yeah, enjoy these clips. From the club.
2: Hey Boomstick family. This is Dave. I just wanted to give my two cents on Home Alone here. Like a lot of people, Home Alone is one of those classic Christmas films that you have to watch every single year. I prefer the first Home Alone movie because I feel like the jokes and the traps and things like that, they're much more clever than they are in part two. Uh, specifically, when Marv is walking up the stairs and we get the tar with the nail, uh, really just his whole sequence in the basement is my favorite, absolute favorite part of the movie. And this really stems from my own childhood where, you know, we watched movies together as a family, not a ton, but I remember watching Home Alone with my dad and. You get these deep belly laughs that you don't get from him very often. And so that has really stuck with me. So it's even funnier. Um, I also love watching this movie with my family now, my wife and my two daughters. Most everybody is quoting just about every line from the movie. And I love it so much. It's, you know, this is, this is tradition for us, Uh, but it's, You know, Mike wanted us to talk about like our favorite parts, but it's so hard to do that because John Hughes wrote this so well and Chris Columbus directed it so well. And the the Pratt Falls, you know, all of all of the physical comedy is just so on point. It almost doesn't get any better than this. And right now I can't think of any other movie, Christmas or otherwise, that does what Home Alone does, better. So, I don't have really one specific thing other than, you know, Marv's trip through the basement. That is uh, that is my absolute favorite part of Home Alone. Happy holidays. Enjoy your Christmas or, you know, whatever other holidays you're celebrating. And uh, I can't wait to to show up in episodes in 2021.
0: Yeah, it's just one of those scenes that really tugs at your heartstrings, and it's even funny because Kevin talks about his second grade buddy getting beat up for wearing the sweater with the bird on it, and Marley, I love Marley's reaction to that. He's like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah? <laughs> oh. And, I just, and then it's kind of funny because as Kevin's telling that funny story, old man Marley, he's like, he cuts him off. He kind of cuts him off at the end. He was like, well, yeah, you better run on home. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then it ends really sweet. He was like, "It was really nice talking to you." And then it ends with Kevin's like, "What about you? You and your son. What's what's going to happen?" And old Marley's just like, "No. You know, we'll see what happens, I guess." And then he says, "Merry Christmas," and he walks out. And then Kevin goes home and he prepares for the big giant battle with the wet bandits and it's a really it's just a really as the move the movie progresses so well it's just perfectly done from from that from that just real tender moment with old man marley and then it moves into this this big preparation for the wet bandits to come at nine o'clock exactly, he, they show up right on the dot. They're very punctual. Those wet bandits.
1: Why didn't he make his mac and cheese sooner? He <laughs> knew it was going to be at nine o'clock, and he didn't get to eat any of his nutritious, microwavable <laughs> mac and cheese.
0: That's a very good. That's a really good point. Like he knew they were coming back at nine. Yeah. So he had, why? Yeah. yeah. Why did he start eating right at nine o'clock? Exactly. <laughs> and then he's like, he's about to eat, and he's like, nope, can't eat it. We're done. Um So, yeah, Um, we're not going to go into all the detail about all the traps, but um, uh, Mariah here is a nurse, so she knows about injuries and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, So out of all the traps in this movie, babe, um, which one, in your opinion, which one do you think would possibly kill the wet bandits instantly? I know there's probably a lot of possibilities, but like in your opinion...
1: Well <laughs> you don't exactly have to be a medical professional to know what's <laughs> happening here. But well, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I would say that the the few that they're getting hit in the head mm-hmm. are definitely gonna be the worst ones. There was the the paint cans mm-hmm. slammed into the noggin mm-hmm. and then they also, you know, fell onto the floor more. Head yeah, hurting, head not trauma. good. Yep. Um. There was the iron, the yeah. clothing iron mm-hmm. that was on the string fell, hit him in the head.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yes. The, um, I have a list.
0: Um. <laughs> it's okay.
1: The icy steps mm-hmm. slipped. Oh fell, yeah. Well, head also not he-
0: good. I don't know if it was. I mean, it was most definitely a. stunt double but harry like he slips and he does a whole like a complete 180 and lands right on his head like he falls backwards on his yeah that was not good pretty gnarly
1: um and then there was the blowtorch to the head that's obviously not good
0: uh yeah i don't know if it would kill him but definitely third degree burns on the top and he yeah he would never grow hair ever
1: yeah um (laughs) And I mean, if I mean infection, you know, it could have killed him eventually. Oh well,
0: yeah, oh well, yeah, for sure.
1: And there was the zip line cutting. Oh,
0: he was slamming into slamming the wall. Slamming into
1: the brick wall. Yeah. Again, head force injury. Yeah. And then couldn't couldn't kill him, but honorable mention on the you know nail up the foot.
0: Yeah, that was pretty nasty.
1: Yeah, I mean he could have like lost his foot from an infection with that I, too.
0: Yeah, I heard that um, they if. Obviously, the director didn't want to show blood in this movie, but I heard that that was um that could have been potentially potentially um uh, cool. sen- sending that movie into a pg thirteen rating just because of like a, a nail through a foot. yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but um I guess if they had shown blood it that they might have had to consider that, but it was it's it pretty gnarly. I don't know. Yeah, it it's probably, I don't think it would be enough to send it to PG-13. I might really? have, I might have just heard that somewhere. I don't, I don't know. know. Pro- um, <laughs>
1: probably. You probably just made it
0: up. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't actually heard that somewhere. Okay. But um, um, anyway, you're <laughs> throwing me under the bus. I don't make stuff up. I've never made anything up in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Um. So, yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically Home Alone in a nutshell. Um, and then um, Old Man Marley, he makes, like, I love that scene at the very yes. end. When you see his son and yes. his son's wife and little uh, granddaughter outside. That was yeah, oh, awesome. so good. And he's waving to Kevin. That's such a good scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those Christmas movies that, I don't know, doesn't get old for no, me. No,
1: it's really good. I really, mm. we, we could watch it again this week if you mm-hmm. want. I wouldn't be mad.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Wait. No, go ahead.
1: I have to confess. Mm-hmm. I lied at the beginning. I didn't realize it till halfway through. Um, But this isn't my all-time favorite Christmas movie. Um, I really love the Tim Allen Santa Claus.
0: Oh, so you lied. And
1: then Home Alone and then Elf.
0: So you're a liar.
1: I didn't do it on purpose. I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay.
1: I just had to throw that in there. I don't like lying.
0: i like the santa claus too maybe next year we'll talk about that i we i really wanted i wanted to do like a bunch of christmas movies like for for the podcast i wanted to do a bunch but obviously like it just time and covid and just life in general just got nuts so didn't work out but it happens it's okay um thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. Um, hope you everybody is staying safe and doing well. Um, we hope you have the best Christmas ever. Um,
1: Merry Christmas!
0: We appreciate all of you guys tuning in and listening. I'm rambling on. Um, we'll talk like
1: to you- always. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
0: just kidding. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Love you. Bye. Bye. And as always, be kind. Rewind or die.
1: Hi guys. <laughs>